We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Now from Sooner Sports TV, here's Jessica Cootie and Meg McDonald. Hi everyone and welcome into another episode of the Sooner Sports Podcast with Jess and Meg. Meg has returned, but Yes, I'm back. I don't I don't know if this is uh makes things any easier that you're back because we're in two different locations right now. I'm in Kansas City with the men's basketball team. Meg is back in Norman, so this is going to be interesting. We're going to see how this goes, so bear with us, people. It took us a couple tries just to even sync up audio, so... A couple. This, this is going to be fun. <laughs> More like seven. But okay, true. Yeah. No, I mean, it's a crazy time right now, and hence why we uh, you know, couldn't get together. Last week was crazy um, with the Super Sooner Saturday and everything that was going on. Meg, you had your first play-by-play experience with uh, women's gymnastics. Did. How did it go? Yes. I think it went really well. I'm really, really excited about it. I wasn't really nervous, which kind of surprised me. Just sideline's hard. Like, we underestimate sideline. Because once you're doing play-by-play, like, you're just chilling. You're just talking. Well, it was great. And, and you know the sport and that team so well that it's it's more like you're just, you're just kind of having a conversation, um, you know, with people about what's going on. So, you know, it's a little bit less, I feel like, maybe – pressure where when you're in sideline you you don't have as many hits and you got to deliver in a certain amount of time so you're not taking up too much of the um, time and and you're not like you know interfering with what's going on with the broadcast but when you're doing play-by-play you're kind of just letting people know what's up you know hey this is fun this is what you see and and you know that team so well that it, it probably came you know very natural so that's awesome 
Um, yeah, so that we had women's basketball, softball, baseball, tennis, literally all in um, in session last weekend, and it's kind of this much of the same this weekend. So men's basketball in Kansas City, and with that being said, we kind of took an interesting turn on the pod this week, Meg. Yay! I'm so excited to hear this interview, Jess. So we've made it a point here on you know this specific podcast since we started to really kind of shine the light on and focus on you know the women of OU athletics and surrounding OU athletics and and whatnot and you know we don't really take too far of a turn from that with this but we did get our first dude on the podcast with us um and you know it's it's an interesting story uh, Kadeem Latin is one of my favorites. He's been so great to cover over the last four years. He's entering his final Big 12 tournament here this week. But, you know, what's cool about him is, you know, I've kind of gotten to know his mom a little bit as well, Monica Lamb. um, Monica Lamb Powell, who was um, a, you know, she is just miss awesomeness. Like if, you know, we're, we're putting a highlight and a spotlight on awesome women and around, that we get to cover and work with. She is definitely in that category and on that list for me. She's been so awesome to get to know. And if you watch any of the games, if you see her in the crowds, um, she is just so much fun to watch, like watching her son. But she's got a really cool story. She was actually played in the WNBA, won four titles with the Houston Comets. And she was actually, um, you know, was on the ground floor when the WNBA was initially started um, she was on that first team in Houston that would, would go on to dominate there for a few years, but she played overseas for a while. And, you know, when they came back here, um, you know, she, she got in on the ground floor with that. And what's cool with Kadeem, you're going to hear him talk about is, um, you know, how she's, she was just a normal mom. Like I asked him, what was it like, you know, and I've asked him this several times and he's like, I mean, it was normal. It was normal. Like, I don't know how it's normal to have, you know, your mom be an awesome (laughs) athlete like that, but he said it was normal. He's just used to it by now. Yeah. So I I mean, we've had the opportunity of covering, you know, multiple athletes that legacies, you you think about the legacies, especially with the football team, you know, Sterling Shepard and, um, you know, several of the players that Jordan Evans and, um, I know I'm forgetting some, but even like, you know, the ones that even just played college or professionally, you got Dimitri Flowers, his dad played in the NFL. And um, but very rarely do you hear someone say their mom, you know, was was a professional athlete. Yeah, no, I this is very rare. I don't think I've really heard a story like this before, to be completely honest. Like, this is awesome. This is this is different. This is unique. And Kadeem Latin is such a fan favorite. The only senior just coming off his senior night. And like you said, going into his last Big 12 tournament. It's tourney time, Jess. I mean, this is awesome. I can't. I'm really looking forward to this interview. So Kadeem just became the all-time leader for block shots in uh, Oklahoma basketball history. And, you know, he, he says it's kind of in his DNA, which obviously comes from his mom, Monica. But, you know, you talked about being a fan favorite, the animated, uh, how animated he is. We have the faces of Kadeem, <laughs> you know, when in during the, the big screen broadcast and whatnot. And, you know, that's certainly, 
you know, he comes by it honestly by his mom, and she is awesome and, and has played a huge role in him getting to where he is today. So let's uh, head on out with Kadeem Latin. We, it, sorry, I apologize for the balls bouncing. Literally, practice ended, and we sat down on the bleachers and knocked this thing out. But I, I thought it was really cool to kind of hear his perspective on the role his mom, Monica, played in his basketball career. All right, so we're sitting down with Kadeem Latin as the Sooners just wrapped up practice here in Kansas City. And uh, Kadeem, you are our very first male that's come on this podcast. How does that feel? Uh, I feel like I got a lot of responsibility now, <laughs> man. Uh, I'm trying to hold it down for us. You know, I just thought it'd be cool to talk to you because, um, you know, this podcast is all about kind of highlighting influential and prominent women around the University of Oklahoma. But for you, you know, you talk to a lot of male athletes and maybe their dads played professional sports or college sports. But for you, your mom, Monica Lamb, was a WNBA star, won titles with WNBA. So I thought it would be kind of cool to talk about her and kind of get your perspective on, on her and her influence in your life. So she was also known for her defensive prowess. So I got to start off by asking you, what was her reaction when you when you took over the record for good the other night uh, as the all-time blocks leader here at Oklahoma? Uh, I mean, she loved it. She was so happy. Um, a lot of times I'm playing the game with my mom. You know, if she's in the crowd, I hear her, I see her, man. And if she's watching the game on TV, I feel it. How special was it? Because, um, you know, like I mentioned, and, and you always talk about it, it was normal for you. You didn't know any different. But um, what was normal like for you having a mom who was on the WNBA team in Houston, which was a big deal at that time. They had won back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back titles. Yeah, uh, yeah, they had won four. It was crazy. It was cool. I mean, just walking around, walking around Houston, which is a huge town, and literally getting stopped every five people. Oh, that's Monica Lamb. How you doing? You look just like your mom. So it's cool. Um, I mean, I, it definitely followed me, and, and I mean, I I, I love kind of kind of being in her light, um, and she helped mold me into kind of like a great man. But she never pushed you into basketball, right? No. In fact, she did the exact opposite. She told me um, if I'm going to do it, then I'm going to be good. Like, <laughs> but if I'm not going to do it, don't even disrespect the sport that she loves. So she gave me an option. Um, and when I decided, and when I made my decision, uh, that's when she got involved heavily. Do you remember watching her play growing up? Yeah. I remember when she won the third championship. Uh, she won it in the, in the, uh, they changed the ring to Joel Osteen's church, but the compact center. They changed, um, I remember it, me and my sister were back there. We were both, my, my sister was maybe, what, 10 and I was seven. And I remember me and my sister were grabbing like bottles of wine, trying to drink it and the, and the ladies taking them from us, you know, just little bad kids. So, you know, we talked about how, and, and you've talked about a lot, how defensive and, and the rebounding and, and all blocking shots is in your DNA. How much did you see that in your mom when you remember watching her play? Uh, a lot, I mean, she was, she was definitely a great defensive player. Um, she was she was more of a bully, I would say. She she kind she definitely loved to just throw her weight around and, and move people, and she she lived she lived for it. So I got a little bit of that. I got a little bit of that. What role just overall did she play in you being here, wearing the Sooner uniform, playing at, at you know the highest level of college basketball? Um, do you what do you mean? Do you mean playing in college or playing yeah, at oh you? Yeah. Um. Well, she she definitely kept me on the court. She kept me focused. Um. But when it came time, time to make my decision, she just she just told me to follow my heart. She told me who she had told me um, just do go with who you like the most, go with who you trust, um, find someone that you can relate to as a man and that, that can really help you out. You feel like in your journey in life as well as basketball. And when when we did that, when we sat at the table and we weighed our cons and pros, all you was ahead by by a mile. 
And how special has it been? Because she's come to a lot of your games. You can hear her. If you're at a game, you, you can hear her. Um, to have that kind of support and just throughout your whole life, but then especially here, uh, you know, what does that mean to you? Uh, it means a lot. You know, the fact that, that I have a, a solid base, I, ha I have I have standing and footing, and I know that no matter what happens, she's always going to be my rock. Um, whether the world loves me or hates me, she's always going to have my back, um, and she's always going to be there to help me uh, just succeed and, and be what I need. She's everything for me. And one thing I thought was kind of funny, when we were doing your senior interview, you said that she was impressed that you now do your own laundry, clean yep. your room, make yep. your bed. Kind of Tell us that story, because I think that'll be fun for the podcast listener. Uh, yeah, I didn't do any of that. <laughs> I did nothing. I took the trash out, and that was it. That was it. Um, so yeah, I mean, she, she. I finally got to the point where I'm doing it on my own. I, my older sister used to take care of all the cleaning for me. I would take the trash out and cook. That, that's all I would do. Um, so yeah, my, so now I clean up. She was surprised. She came. She tested me too. She tested me because when she seen the video, she didn't believe it. She did not believe it. So she came to the house. She popped up at the house to like. I think when she got to Norman for my senior night and she walked in and it was clean and she didn't know what to do. She she was confused. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, did you guys ever have any one-on-one -on -one battles? Um, the last time I played my mom, I was like 11 and I lost by a point and she never played me again. <laughs> How come? Because she doesn't like to lose. She hates losing more than I do. So, once I got to the point where I could almost beat her, that was a wrap. And then just, you know, again, I think... It's so cool that, you know, you, you go and you talk to football players and their dads. There's so many legacies that play at OU. I mean, how special is it to have a mom that did and accomplished what she did as a woman to have that kind of role model? Uh, I mean, it's great. Um, it, it gives me a different perspective on life and on people. Um, and I, I feel like I just got to, I got to live the best of, of both worlds. Um, I got to have a mom who, who was very much a mother uh, and, and just uh, a nurturer. And I also got to have uh, the mom that could get me on the court at, at 10, 11, 12 at night and work on post moves. So, I mean, it, it was great having that and having somebody that knew what she was doing and I knew that she knew. So just having someone that I could trust like that is it, it, phenomenal. You think she'll be happy hearing this, this interview? Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. She'll probably smile. And sim maybe she'll cash at me a few dollars, maybe. Well, Jess, not only am I very excited for Kadeem Latin having the all-time block record, but his mom was in the crowd, she got to see it, and she, most importantly, is very excited at his growth as a man, and now he cleans his room, Jess. That's really great. Yeah, you know, I when I sat down with Kadeem <laughs> for his senior interview last week going into senior night, you know, he was talking about, you know, yeah, I've first really grown as a person. I've grown as a player, like on and off the court. Like I make smarter decisions. I clean my room now. I do my own laundry. I do my dishes. I make my bed. And my mom's really happy about that. So, and, uh, you know, he said that she was really pleased when he walked in, uh, as you heard from senior night, and his uh, place was spotless. So um, give it up to Kadeem. He's definitely grown as a player. Um, you know, he's certainly been one of my favorites to cover, and I'm glad he decided to participate and be our very first male on the Sooner Yay! Sports Podcast. He said, I, I feel like I got a lot to live up to. I think he lived up to it. He did a great job, as always. He's got a, such a fun personality. But not the only senior around here that's kind of things are winding down for, Meg. Right, kind of switching gears. So we're talking to two more seniors on the women's gymnastics team, and that's Stephanie Couture and Samantha Krause, and they've had very different careers, I would say. Sam came in with a torn ACL, 
So, you know, couldn't compete her freshman year. She's worked on coming back, but then she tore it again and again and just tore it for the fourth time in November leading up to her senior season. She was a bar specialist. Unfortunately, her career has been cut short, but she's played a completely different role on the team. And, you know, just talking to head coach KJ Kindler and some of the other gymnasts on the team, they love her. They She has this role, but it's it's one that listens and pays attention to everyone and kind of is the mama hen where, you know, if someone's having a bad day, she's there to support them. And she's, and she's standing over there taking all the videos. Yeah, and she's the most selfless person you'll ever meet. So she has a really interesting role on the team as a senior. And the other senior I got a chance to talk to was Stephanie Couture, who's been rock solid. She's an All-American. She competes every meet on bars and beam. She just led off the team last weekend against number seven Michigan on beam and got a 9.95 first up. So really, really fantastic. And again, talking to KJ Kindler before, just about their careers. And she said this senior class just never thought that they would find the success that they have. They came in as freshmen and just wide-eyed and kind of intimidated and they found they're now two-time national champions and all-americans and just they they're a talent that this team is really really going to miss and their senior night of course is this friday so it's a quad meet it's gonna gonna be kind of emotional but you know how programs are at oklahoma jess the season continues to generally be a little long after senior night because there's a lot of postseason left so Really exciting time for the gymnastics team right now. Yeah, right. By far, not the end. Um, you know, it's always bittersweet, obviously, with the um, saying goodbye to the Lloyd Noble Center, wherever venue that you um, are participating in. But, yeah, you're, you're spot on. Most of these teams, it's not even close to being the end for them. Right. So before we throw it to the interview, we go through their best moment, which – which NCAA championship was better, the first or the second? I mean, I don't really know how you determine that. Yeah. And then we go in a little bit about, you know, recapping last week's big meet. They had they posted the highest score in the country at this point of the season. And then we talk about senior nights. So without further ado, here is Samantha Kraus and Stephanie Couture. Well, I am very excited to be here with Samantha Kraus and Stephanie Couture, two seniors, two of the four seniors on the Oklahoma women's gymnastics team. Before we break down this past meet and look ahead to senior night, which is this Friday, can you guys believe that? No, it's not already at all. here. <laughs> We're gonna go through your best moments, kind of look back into your college careers. So, Steph, I'll let you go first. Best moment of your NCAA career? Um, well, definitely winning two national championships. You know, nothing beats that, and we came to Oklahoma for that reason to try and win a national championship and to have two going into our senior year is super exciting. And Sam? Yeah, I would say the same. And honestly, like our sophomore year, the very first one was just winning that first one is so special. And like I said, I mean, it came down to floor the very last event and every team at the Super Six like was having their best meet. So to come out on top, it was just honestly indescribable. So two-time national champions. I mean, Career's not over yet. It is senior <laughs> night, but there's still plenty, plenty of season left, especially mm -hmm. with a team that goes deep into the postseason to the very end, hopefully Super 6. I'm going to knock on wood because I'm a little <laughs> superstitious. But of the two national champions, why was your favorite your favorite? Um, you know, like Sam said, our, our sophomore year, it kind of came down to the very end. You know, it was close, and we ended on floor, and so we were the last ones going, and it came down to those last two routines. And 
Um, so I think it just made it so emotional to then see our score like rise to the top after AJ's routine before um, Haley's game and went. But um, yeah, because we had to fight so hard at the end. Same thing, Sam. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> and you kind of already mentioned it. Yeah, and too, I mean that se- that year we our very first meet was at LSU. We actually lost our very first meet, so I feel like that really lit a fire in us that year, and like we never looked back after that. Well, and last the last NCAA championship in 2017 was mm-hmm. I was lucky I got to be there, <laughs> and it was crazy. It, it yeah. was almost like. Prelims weren't great. It was kind of weird. I'd never really seen you guys a little off before. And then you came out the next night at Super 6. And I knew after, like, Chase went on bars that this was going to be a night. Did you guys feel that? Yeah. Well, and we felt that from the very beginning. Like, you could Mm -hmm. feel it, well, from our meeting that morning. And then um, Oh, I've heard about the meeting. (laughs) Yes. I've heard a little bit about the meeting with... Head coach KJ Kindler giving them a little pep talk. I don't know how you describe it. That for sure, a little bit of a fire in our butts. But um, even from the start of the warm-up, everything was just going so well. And then, Mm. yeah, right when Chase stuck her first dismount. And then from there on, the whole night just felt like a fairy tale. Everything just went exactly as you would want it to go. And it almost felt anticlimactic when you guys won on vault because I think before Maggie went, you guys had already clinched it. Yeah. Clinched yeah. a national championship yeah. before yeah. your anchor on yeah. vault. I mean, it was yeah. still obviously exciting, but a little different. A little different feel than from yeah. the first time. Okay, we're going to go into this last meet that you guys beat Michigan, who was ranked number seven at the time. They had a 197. They looked actually really, really good. But mm-hmm. you, this team, posted the highest score in the nation with a 198.375 what was clicking so well on Saturday? Um, so I think that we were, I mean, warm-ups went really well. And then I think that every event was just there. Like we've had a lot of meets where, you know, a few events are really good and then we're lacking a little bit in others. And I think everyone just went so well. And we finished on floor and we've had some issues with floor in, earlier in the season and floor just killed it. So to see it, the whole meet, like all the way to the end was really exciting. Yeah, same. Like Seth said, I mean, top to bottom, it was everything was just there. And also, I feel like, too, we were really, like, in ourselves that meet. Like, I don't know, like, personally, it's like we just felt like we were competing like no one else was there. And that's really when I feel like we do the best is just stay within ourselves and not focus on what the other team is doing. And Sam, I want to get your perspective a little bit on Steph. Obviously, she <laughs> led off on beam and scored a 9.95 in a leadoff position, which just doesn't really happen very yeah. often. What did you? What have you seen out of her this season? I mean, honestly, like and lead off on any event is hard, but especially on beam because that's just like the shakiest one, I would say. But I mean, she's just been a rock and so consistent, and just like I think everyone in the lineup has such faith, knowing that she's starting. It's just like knock on wood, but like an automatic hit. And I mean, she's been amazing. A nine nine five and starter, like I've never seen that. So thanks, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> What were you kind of in, in, like, in the moment on beam? Did you feel that you were like, this is going to be a good one? Um, well, you know, when you have two, like, vault killed in and bars was great. So when you have two good events, like, you just want to carry that momentum in into beam. And so, um, yeah, I think that's just, I was just kind of focusing on just staying within myself and just carrying on the meet, and it went well. <laughs> And Steph and I have talked a little bit about Maggie Nichols. She had two tens, one on vault, one on beam. She's a stud. It's hard to just keep talking about her because she's just really, really great. But does she continue to impress you? I mean, are you guys continuing to be amazed each and every day? Yeah, I mean, mean, Maggie's, like, 
one of the most consistent ones, I would say, even in practice. I mean, she looks the same as she does in the meet, which is incredibly hard to do. But, I mean, yeah, every 10 she gets is obviously impressive. And, and it's funny because, like, she'll be like, oh, that wasn't a great routine. And it's like, no, Maggie, that was. That was an amazing routine. <laughs> so, but, yeah, I mean, she amazes me every time she goes out. Yeah, and we saw her um, bring out her full in on floor, so you can mm-hmm. still see that she's still improving. She did her front tuck on beam this week and still got a 10 with that, so you can see that she's still working hard to keep improving and adding skills. And looking ahead a little bit to this Friday, it is senior night. It's a quad meet, so it will be against Arizona State, Arkansas, and Denver. We're getting a little mix of Pac-12, mm-hmm. Big 12, mm-hmm. and SEC. Mm-hmm. I forgot I forget Arkansas <laughs> yeah. sometimes. Um, building off a 198.375, how do you do that? You know, you just, you can't get complacent with where you're at. You know, you, there's always things you can keep improving on and the little details you can fix and all stuck landing. So you guys just keep working on all the little things. What yeah. do you want to see out of your team, Sam? Um, I mean, just the same thing. Stay within ourselves. I mean, consistency obviously is like what we strive for every meet and every competition and just yeah like Steph said keep getting better focus on the little things I mean keep the energy up I think that was a big thing too is we stayed with it the whole meet so yeah so again senior night for four (laughs) seniors I do have two with me right now I'm very very excited (laughs) about it but how special just has this class been to you yeah um we've been how long do you have (laughs) (laughs) we've Basically, from the moment we walked on campus, we our class just kind of clicked, and um, we've created such an incredible bond over these four years, and um, created a lot of memories. So it's hard to like see it come into it towards the end, but we know what it will. We'll keep in touch forever. So it's a little bit of a bittersweet and emotional night, but we're really excited for it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, same thing. Yeah, since freshman year, I mean, we've just. We all four clicked, and I think that's hard to do, especially with, like, four girls. You might not all get along. You might have two there, two there. But I don't know. We, we still do stuff, all four of us together. And, I mean, when we leave, Steph said we're making a group message so that we stay in touch and everything. But, yeah, it'll – I mean, it's not our last meet, which is good, but it will be bittersweet last time in LNC. So. Lots of season left. I think yeah. a lot of people, Sooner fans, gymnastics fans, are still very excited to watch this team grow and be – the stars that you guys are. I know I talked to KJ Kindler, and one thing she emphasized a lot was the, the bond mm-hmm. between this four and how you guys yeah. clicked so well. And again, you don't always see that. Yeah. And it's been a really, really special ride for the four of you. Well, guys, yeah, thanks sure. so much for yeah. this. Bit. It was a little last minute, but <laughs> best of luck. I mean, thank on Friday, you. the last time in the LNC. Yeah, yep. thank you thanks so, so much. much. Meg, you kind of hit on it, you know, leading up to the interview, but, you know, the senior class really has been impressive. I mean, you talk about Natalie Brown and AJ Jackson and just, um, you know, the, the members of the senior class and what they've been able to do, the All-Americans, the national champions. And I think maybe sometimes in their career, they've maybe been a little overshadowed, but then all of a sudden here they are, you know, their junior, senior years, and they've really delivered night in and night out for KJ Kendler. And they've just been so dependable. You know, gymnastics is such a mental sport, and if someone messes up, Someone has to have their back. And just this past meet, there was a fall on bars. And, you know, you kind of worry about the rest of your team when there's a fall because if you fall, then you have to count the score. And you don't want to count the score because then you could possibly lose that meet. And what do they do? They go – they hit everything. They went 
49.5 plus on bars. They went 49.7 on beam. They're rock solid. They're super fun to watch. If you haven't been to a women's gymnastics meet, this is the one to go to. It's senior night. It's a really special senior class, and it's a really, really entertaining night. Yes, so KJ Kindler would love it if uh, your butts were in the seats inside the LNC <laughs> on Saturday. Um, so get your tickets. It's a fun atmosphere. It really is. Like, I, I mean, mm -hmm. I don't. I don't know if it really translates to TV. I like to watch it on TV, but I think it's even better in person. So get your tickets, go out, watch them um, one last time inside the Lloyd Noble Center before they probably go on another run to, uh, you know, compete for a national title. But but if you absolutely cannot be there, we'll let you, we'll let you slide if you watch the broadcast. Right, Meg? Yeah, we'll go with that. So Bart Connors on the call, Kelly Garrison Funderburg, two Oklahoma legends, they're fantastic. That's going to be on your local Fox Sports regional channel, and you can find that on whatever, Fox Sports Oklahoma, Fox Sports Southwest. Definitely one to watch. I mean, and then next season, make sure you come out and support this team because they've been number one all year long, and I don't think I see that trend changing anytime soon with head coach K.J. Kindler as the head coach. And, of course, Jess, you're going to have all the coverage up in Kansas City. It's Big 12 tournament time. The best time of the year. It's March. How's how's the team looking? I mean, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm really hoping that, I mean, unfortunately, I'm hoping that I'm not able to make the senior night for women's gym because that would right. mean that uh, the basketball team is playing in the finals here in Kansas City. But they had a great practice today. Uh, they've had great practices since coming off that win over Iowa State. Um, you know, they seem to um, be – very energetic, very lively, very much, you know, this team that I've seen kind of day in and day out this whole season. So uh, looking forward to them. I know that they're excited to not be on the road, to be more in a uh, neutral environment here inside the Sprint Center, which won't be as neutral if they play Kansas, if they beat Oklahoma State and play Kansas. But, uh, you know, I know they're they're excited for a new arena, fresh start, you know, um, Christian Doolittle kind of made a comment about how, you know, this is a fresh start for a lot of teams. And it really is once you get to the postseason. You know, you, you kind of wipe wipe the slate clean and, and here you go. You can get on a roll and, and do some big things. And this team, with the way that they've shot the ball at times, is certainly capable of doing that. So uh, we'll see if they can put some together here uh, this week in Kansas City uh, leading up to the NCAA tournament. Uh, we'll have all the coverage for you on Soonersports.com and Soonersports.tv. We've got a crew here. We've got a crew. We'll, we'll have, continue to have a crew with them all throughout the postseason for as long as they're in it. So getting crazy. We've got spring football starting on Saturday as well. So Can you uh, it, it? Is, it is wild. <laughs> March is literally, everyone talks yes. about November being wild. March is by far, you know, out of, <laughs> out of control, nuts around here. So uh, we'll try to continue to um, bring you this podcast. I mean, we barely made it by the hair of our chinny chin chin <laughs> this week, but, but we made it. So uh, we thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. Um, as always, we've, we've um, you know, uh, appreciate your support and continue to listen to us and make sure you check out all of our other fabulous Sooner Sports podcasts with Chris Plank dropping Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Follow us at OU on the air at Meg underscore underscore McDonald at Jessica Cootie. All of that great stuff. We appreciate you guys uh, listening. Thanks to Kadeem Latin and the gymnastic seniors uh, saying goodbye to them. And Meg, final thoughts? This has been a crazy day, Jess. <laughs> we got it done. More than that. <laughs> we got it done. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you guys next Wednesday. Bye.
This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast. Make sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at OU on the air. Yeah.